0: Here, Mike Valenti is your father figure. No, he is not.
1: I will be your father.
0: You love Valenti. Like, remember, you were swagger jacking some of his his bits.
1: That's who you get your swag off of. Not a father figure.
0: Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WXUTs after further review.
1: It's now time to talk about the National Football League on After Further Review. (laughs) So, what was so funny? I I usually wait until we get to the NFL picks to do that, and then you kind of caught me off guard a little bit.
0: No, sorry, but you said you you wanted to talk about a plethora
1: of... uh, Oh, okay, well... Yeah, I just, I just was. I guess I've just gotten so used to expecting that for the picks, but mm-hmm. hey, it's what it is, man. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Yeah, we did, we do do that, but we're gonna talk a little bit of football here, NFL. Go ahead, talk about your Lions, buddy. Well,
1: uh, the Detroit Lions have ended a 30-year drought of no division titles. They win their first mm-hmm. NFC North title. Mm-hmm. Last time they won the division. Was when they won the old NFC Central in 1993. Mm-hmm. Didn't they lose to the, the Cowboys that year. No, they actually they actually lost to the Packers in the That's first right. round.
0: Did. The, the, the Sterling that. Sharp
1: game. Yeah, the year before they made they ended up winning a playoff game. They beat the Cowboys in the divisional round, and lost to the team formerly known as the Washington Redskins in the NFC Championship. That was the 1991 season.
0: Yeah, that was the year that Washington, the ninety one ninety two season, when the Washington R word went to the Super Bowl. They went to Super Bowl twenty six. So then in ninety three was the year they lost the Packers. But I believe ninety two they went to the playoffs as well. And lost the Cowboys, who went on went on went on to win. I believe their first Super Bowl when they played the Bills. Yeah. Okay, so 93 was the year with the, the Sterling Sharp game. Right? Yeah, that was the Sterling Sharp game. The long the long pass, I believe, right?
1: Yeah. So, and I, mean, go, I mean, going into that game, I think I even said in the picks that it was going to be a dogfight. Like, mm-hmm. fight close game. I mean, look, there was a, a lot of things that happened that mm-hmm. obviously still have cause for concern. Cause for one, Nick Mullins mm-hmm. throwing for over 400 yards mm-hmm. and basically just... Chuck of the ball, playing five hundred ball with Justin Jefferson. Right, and, but you know what? Guys stepped up and made plays when they needed to. Obviously, you had had Ifu Melifanwu was obviously the NFC Defensive Player of the Week. He had a sack and an interception. He's actually turned out to be a really nice find by Brad Holmes. Holmes mm-hmm. playing safety. and I, I think on that on that final drive the Vikings had. They fumbled it, and John Kaminsky didn't fall on the ball. I'm like, come on, please, not this. Mm -hmm. Not now. And then, so, he gets third and 27, chucks the ball to Jefferson. They they apparently said it was a first down. The TV didn't say it. it, Mullen spiked the ball. Everyone's saying, oh, that should be game. Nope, Mm -hmm. it's not. Then he has the completion to, uh, to, uh, Powell. who will get some deep in the Lions territory. And of course I was at, I was actually somewhere with my family. I ended up having to, I stuck off just for a second to put the camera mm-hmm. on my phone and watch the end of it. Mm-hmm. And I saw him throw the ball. I'm like, please do not let this be a touchdown catch. Mm-hmm. And then Melifonu picks it off, I'm I think right there, that was probably the biggest sense of relief I've ever had, at least Mm -hmm. as a fan of the Lions. Right. And to know that, look, look, as much as every SOL moment possible tried to come up, Mm -hmm. it was pretty much killed off right there. There, They win the division, and they actually now have a chance to get the two seed. They're Mm going to have to win out. Mm Mm-hmm. Out and maybe even the one seed too, if San Francisco if they went out in San Francisco loses a game, so. Oh, uh, but yeah, I definitely feel good about it. now. Oh, of course, of course, I have to talk about Dan Campbell. Mm-hmm. Now, look, I think you you and me both were kind of in the same boat when he was hired. He comes in talking about, oh, uh, we're, mm-hmm. we're gonna bite kneecaps, we're gonna. Gonna knock you down. I was like, I could give you a coach speak, but you all don't want to hear any of that.
0: I, I, I'll be the first to admit it. I'm not gonna lie. I thought it was kind of. I thought it was kind of corny. Um, i He was the guy. I, I I thought. Oh, here comes another shtick by the Lions, and it was gonna be another Yahoo's or happy ha ha horse. Yeah. Stuff that you say. And I thought that was what it was. And I, I, I apologize and I'll admit when I'm wrong and Dan Campbell seemed like the right fit and the right guy for the city of Detroit and the Lions and uh accomplished something they haven't accomplished in thirty years.
1: I mean heck, even I got it wrong too. Early on I'm thinking, Oh my goodness, this guy is a clown. Mm-hmm. You um, didn't think that I thought you is...
0: thought you thought I thought you thought he was the real deal, didn't you?
1: No, I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't at first. Mm-hmm. I thought this guy's a clown. Every um, they're not doing this isn't going to end well mm-hmm. and that but then things kind of started to turn. I think it was they were they had they were 0 and 10 or zero ten 10 and 1 because I think they had they ended up facing the Vikings at home home a couple years ago and it was when Amon Ross St. Brown caught the game winning touchdown pass as time expired. They mm-hmm. realized okay you know what got to win. And show me more of it. Right. Of course, they they did. Obviously, with beating the Arizona Cardinals that year, and then they ended up beating the Green Bay Packers to end the season. And even though the Packers were pretty much not, mm-hmm. didn't really give a hoot. So, at least, but I mean, you could see some positives starting to build. Right. So, that's what I said, okay, well, let's see what year two brings. Right. And obviously... The expectations got a little higher. Hard knocks they were on. I think Hard knocks is what kind of changed my outlook on Campbell. I realized, you know Myself. what? because you you can kind of see what he what he's really like in in the meeting rooms at practice. You realize, okay, you know what? This guy, this guy isn't trying to be like any of the predecessors. Where they're saying, oh, we got to do. We're going to run the West Coast offense with mm-hmm. that under the Mike Martz years. Or, oh, we're going to run uh, the old Tampa 2 defense with Marinelli. Or right. we're going to uh, do things the Patriot way with Matt Patricia. Mm-hmm. That's what I realized. You know what? We're not, they're not trying to do things the way that have been done elsewhere, mm-hmm. they're doing it the way of uh, their own. Mm-hmm. He's creating his own way, and you know what I said? Okay, I think maybe this is where he finally gets it. Mm-hmm. And, and and I mean, you could, i actually kind of saw that watching Hard Docs. I mean, I and then that first part of the season wasn't going real well. There were still little issues, and I think a lot of people are starting to have the conversation. The record was four and twenty. Mm-hmm. He and people were saying. And is he the right guy for this? I mean, look, I know he's trying to change the culture, do everything, and then Sheila Fordham, the owner, comes out and backs him, him publicly. And then I think after they after sitting in four and twenty, that's when they started. Yeah, they started. Wasn't well, wasn't it? Wasn't it didn't the? If I remember
0: correctly, it was just me. It changed around last season because didn't it go, get off to a bad start last season, halfway point?
1: Yes, about the middle of the season, I that's think I it was the they were hosting the Packers. Hers, they won the game, and then they just started ripping off wins. What do you think did, did that? Because the Bears are kind
0: of doing that. Bears started off miserable. GM has made a few key moves. The defense is a lot better. The Bears are more competitive in games and getting Ws. What did the Lions do? Because it seemed like that's what propelled it. Where that's why I said you got to keep hope for your Pistons because there's going to be a point where with a team that has management that's dedicated to the to to the team that you're going to have to get some young players and you're not going to win with young players in no, a professional league. You need grown men. It seems like they wouldn't got the right pieces and the right grown men to put themselves in the spot that you are in today, and that's what I'm talking about with the Lions.
1: Yeah, I mean, you could say that maybe it was first year they they got rid of anthony lynn as offensive coordinator had ben johnson come in and ben johnson has shown what he can do mm. which has been nothing short of impressive right and i think that's probably that's definitely one thing that led to it i think the other thing too is brad holmes i think has definitely shown how well he can identify talent i mentioned mm. ifu melefonwu who they took as a mid-round draft pick, I believe, in, I think it was the first or second year. Here, he didn't really see the field too much, maybe except for special teams. And now you, see, you end up seeing him making what was the division-clinching play, hey, last week. You know what's crazy? A couple of years ago, you wouldn't even wear the Lions gear in here. Now you're wearing it. Well, look! I, I think for well, I think for me it's if you want if you want to t- you want to tell me that hey we're gonna change the culture here we're gonna do this gonna do that you've got to show me mm-hmm. and truthfully Dan Campbell has shown me that he has changed the culture has he changed the culture or has he gotten talent I would to say buy in? I would say it is it's where two things can be true. I mean, he's changed the culture, her. But he's in order to do so, he's had to get those guys to buy into him, hmm. and they have. Yeah, maybe they. Would. I mean, even I mean, I think I, I mean, I don't know if you ended up seeing like any of the post game videos. I, I oh, they, they
0: say I love coach, we love coach. We no, no, coach. No, no, not
1: oh, not like that. But he basically in the locker room, he's ba- he basically brings up guys who were part of. Who were there previously? Like Taylor Decker, uh, Frank Rag. Now, couple a couple other guys that were part of the. He said they were the old guard. Said these guys have been effing dying for it. Uh, and he said, you know, they, well, they, they they gave they gave their all. They stuck through it. They bought into me. Mm-hmm. Hey, I got to give them their due.
0: That's a good coach, right there.
1: Yes. So I mean I I think a lot I mean look a lot of us myself included initially we were wrong on Campbell but you know what uh, we, what do you think of him now Super Bowl winning uh, coach possibly or not I it's it, it, this is something that I'm gonna I'll say I have I'll have to see it first but if you would have told me that back in when he was first hired, I would have asked what you were smoking. Mm -hmm. Now I'll say, you know what? But it's, it's probably, it's a lot more feasible, Mm -hmm. but you got, you got, you got to get there first. And obviously we probably get to it more when we get to our NFL picks. I mean, today's game, tonight's game in Dallas, that is a referendum game. I mean, that's gonna, Mm -hmm. if the lot, if, they go out and win that game on the road, where Dallas has won like 15 straight at Jerry World. Mm-hmm. I think you can possibly bump Campbell from a good head coach to elite. Mm-hmm. I mean, if if either, I mean, if they lose, I don't think that's going to make me think less of them because, for one, one there's going to be there's you're not going to go out and win every single game. Mm-hmm. And this is one I figured you know would initially would probably be a loss when I saw it at the start of the season. And but you know, you at least got to put yourself you got to put yourself in position to uh, make these types of statements. What mm-hmm. have been some key
0: uh, accusations or acquisitions that the Lions have gotten.
1: Well, I would say
0: David Montgomery, but he hasn't really played much.
1: Well, he, David Montgomery has been a, a contributor. Her, obviously, he's, I think his season's gone on, he's been splitting time with Jameer Gibbs. Now, a lot of people kind of weren't happy with the Gibbs picks, like, oh, we can't take running backs. Well, let me ask you this. Who leads the NFL in rushes of 20 yards or more? Mm -hmm. It's Jameer Gibbs. Right. I mean, even somebody like Sam Laporta, who David and I have sang the praises of on these airwaves many a times. He's probably one of the best. He's probably the best tight end in the NFL. Amon Ross St. Brown, mm-hmm. fourth round draft pick, first year of the Brad Holmes regime. He's a top five wide receiver, mm-hmm. and even building up in the trenches too. I mean, you kept guys like Taylor Decker and Frank Rag. I mean, Penay Sewell, who initially, hey, when I when I first saw him, it's like he was a guy I wanted. I was like, oh my goodness, looks rough. Well. Dude realized how how he was. He dedicated himself to getting better. Mm-hmm. Even guys like Jonah Jackson, he's been a nice addition as well. Hell, I mean, I've said I've said it. When this Lions' offensive line is at full strength and healthy, they're a non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. And I think that, and you've seen that in those games. I mean, they've been, they've been able to win, or at least have a chance to win. And, and I mean, on the defensive side too. I mean, Aiden Hutchinson been very been very good. I still think he needs some help, though. Mm-hmm. He can't he can't do it all by himself, right? Oh, if well, you got yeah, yeah, you, 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 you got you got. I, think, I still think probably in drafts to come, you gotta get him some help on the D line. Uh, your linebacking core. I mean, Alex Anzalone for as much I think he got. People didn't like that signing, but he's actually been had really good. Jack Campbell has been good in spots as well. The secondary, he, while well, looking light line at times, Brian Branch, uh, he's been very good. I mean, Ifu Malafonwu, he's done well. Hell, uh... Cam Sutton, who they signed in free agency, he's looked decent. I mean, C.J. Gardner-Johnson, once he's back healthy, I think he makes a difference. Hurts. But, I mean, I think you've seen that Brad Holmes is someone who, he know, he's shown that he knows what he's doing. The results speak for themselves. But he's also not afraid to make those bold moves. Right.
0: But is Dan Campbell
1: making the moves or
0: the other GM.
1: Well, look, Holmes is the one who has to go out who's going out to sign the players. Obviously, he probably gets some input from Campbell as well. Oh, mm-hmm. because I think they want they want guys who are gonna end up being a fit, right. uh, to begin with. And so, I mean, they pro- I think they uh, it, it all goes hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Hand, but pretty but also Everybody is pretty much staying in their lane. I mean, mm-hmm. Sheila Hamp, she is at least, she's on the team, but she's not trying to tell Brad Holmes, "Oh, you got to draft this guy, you got to do this," or Tom Campbell, uh, "You got to uh, do this." A
0: lot of organizations when they do that, yeah, it's what is they their butt?
1: Yeah, that I mean, I hate to say Sheila that. is da, Sheila is not her dad or her mom. Mm-hmm. She is staying in her lane. Rod Wood, president, he's done his job. His job is to. Sign the checks, mm-hmm. preside. Brad Holmes, he does what he does. The scout, scout. The coaches, coach. I mean, that's how you have a successful organization. Mm-hmm. And the Lions have finally gotten it, mm. and it's showed.
0: So, did you did you expect this from last year that the team would win the division?
1: I I believe at least
0: make the playoffs, but now I don't know about winning the division.
1: Well, if you go back to uh, when David did his NFC North preview, I actually said the Lions would win the division. He did as well.
0: He did as well, right, because the Packers were really bad. The Bears are just atrocious, and Minnesota is
1: Minnesota. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I said that they would win the division because, for one, they had... And another thing too, I have to make mention of, and I may have to roast David a little bit. Uh, Jared Goff, uh, uh, you
0: are you really now
1: just pulling out the receipts, huh? Yeah, <laughs> Jared Goff. I mean, look who they they traded for. He's been he is be, he has been very good. I and I mean, look, I know I alluded to last week that yeah, he's got some. You, when you surround him with talent, he can do well. Well, and that's what they've done. I mentioned Amon Amon Ross St. Brown, Sam Laporta, Jameer Gibbs, David Montgomery, Josh Reynolds. You have have guys around him that he can work with. Yeah, he's going to produce. Right. Although, David was saying, oh, you should go out and get Tom Brady. Mm -hmm. Well, how's that working out? Mm Mm-hmm. Hmm. How does Jared Goff has led us to a let him to a division not title? To, not to mention how is Jared
0: Goff helping the team win? People wrote him off for dead. I mean, you were over there cheering for
1: Matt Stafford, or some people call him Matt Padford, Stat Padford. Mm-hmm. Look, Goff. I think initially when he came in, again, he didn't have much around him. I mean, mm-hmm. this you got to remember when uh, when Holmes and Campbell took over. Mm-hmm. They this roster was gutted right. I mean, they they cleaned out all the guys who weren't producing mm-hmm. they've added pieces to the draft free agency trade Hey. Mm-hmm. and it's become a lot better right so oh there take that for what it's worth mm-hmm. and, he, and people want to complain about Jared Goff well I'm gonna did but he gets the job how's he doing that yeah. so
0: much but but what's his face? Uh, Justin Fields can't do it. Well, for one,
1: I think that Jared Goff is a winner. Okay. Yeah, that's true. I, I mean, yeah. Yeah, because he because when he went when he went to Cal when he ended up going to Cal mm-hmm. Cal football was god awful. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, they had, they had only won four. They only won four games. In two years, he actually leads them to a decent season, gets to a bowl game. Mm-hmm. The Rams draft him. He doesn't start right away. I think his first full-time season as starter mm-hmm. leads him to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. He even got them to—he got them to a Super Bowl as well. Also, mm-hmm. oh, and then of course comes the Lions. Mm-hmm. I mean, the first year was rough. I mean, he had missed—he was injured here and there, missed mm-hmm. time due to illness. Mm-hmm. Second year, winning season, third year, division title.
0: True. I mean, he did make it to the Super Bowl. Yes. And he's not that physically gifted either.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I said, sometimes you have to, if you surround your quarterback with good talent, he's going to produce. But isn't that for any other
0: coach, I mean, any other talent? Pretty much, yeah. Me, obviously. Uh, if you have talent, you're going to win. I want you to speak on something, though. And we'll probably get back to, we'll circle back around to the Lions.
1: Is it over for Bill Belichick? In New England, yes. I I believe I even said this a couple weeks ago. Uh, He's not going to be in New England next year, but I still think he's probably going to be coaching because his ego won't let him quit. Because he wants... He want he's stuck around well, out in New England because could say you're done, buddy. I mean, I think they told him that when they lost, have they lost to the Colts in Germany? Uh-huh. They said, yeah, we're gonna we're thankful for everything you've done. We're gonna let you finish it out, but after this year, here adios. Mm-hmm. But I think he, but I, I still think he's gonna want to go somewhere here to prove, say, hey, you know, I can still win. It was me, not Thomas, Edward, Patrick, Brady. Mm -hmm.
0: So, Well, it shows you that players win games for you. It's not always about the culture, the culture, because think about it. What successful coaches come from the Patriot way?
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Really nobody. I mean, the best one I can think of is probably Mike Vrabel, because he at least... uh, had the Titans the league, win some games? But
0: didn't Vrabel play in the league? Yes, he did. But didn't he? He played with different teams in New England. He,
1: he, he. I mean, New England is where he was, is where he played a majority of his mm-hmm. career. Hmm. Well, here, and I think well, I do. Never, I do think he's going to be the guy who ends up replacing Belichick. Right.
0: What about Matt Patricia? Wasn't he the guy before Dan Campbell? With the yeah, pencil? and he
1: was, and he was an abject failure. Right. Well, what made him a failure, but then but Campbell a success? I'll go back to what I said. Patricia tried to do things the Patriot way. Hey, hey in a way that had been that works one place, but isn't going to work anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Campbell says, "We gotta do. We gotta make our own way. A mm-hmm. hey, find it on our own." Mm-hmm. And he's done just that.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. So, what's next for the Lions? Basically, you got one more game. Two more. Two more, right? You know, it could be a possibility. Uh, it's the first time almost in 60 years. Probably that, 70 years. 70 years that the Lions and Browns have double digit
1: wins, I believe. You are correct. And they met in the 1953 NFL Championship.
0: And it's making me wonder could they meet in the Super Bowl this year? That'd be interesting. <sighs> Oh, man, uh, that, w- that w- it would be. And that would bring in a lot of ratings for the Super Bowl. It'd be tough to pick for whatever team because both have been the lovable losers. Right? Yeah. Okay. Any other thoughts, even though you, you, we're going to our next sub- sub- subject is going to be talking about the complete opposite, but getting your joy. I don't want to men- mess up your joy. You're talking about the Lions right now. Mm-hmm.
1: So where are we going with messing up my
0: joy? Because the next segment, we'll talk about the opposite. Your Detroit Pistons, The team you're not even repping right now. That's why I said let me get your final thoughts on the Lions, and then we'll move I on. I mean,
1: look, it's, pre- it's pretty clear here that the, the Lions have gone from being a doormat, consistent loser, to now they're a winner. Mm-hmm. Her, but you got. I, but you got. You got to keep saying that. I mean, look, I'm. Ha- I'm happy with winning the division, mm-hmm. but I'm not satisfied. And I think no other Lions fan should be satisfied as well. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, look, you want You want to enjoy the division? Okay, great. Yeah, mm-hmm. first time they won it in over 30 years. But you know what? There's still work to be done, Huh, You can still play for a higher seed mm-hmm. in the playoffs and get multiple home playoff games at Ford Field. Right. Well, which I I guarantee that first game, holy mackerel, that place is going to be nuts.
0: And they get home field, don't they?
1: Well, they they could get home field throughout if obviously if the chips fall in the right way. That'd be crazy if Dan Campbell got this team to the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not far-fetched, but hey, mm-hmm. we'll we'll see what happens at this at this point, so yeah,
0: that'd be interesting. While well, you listening to eighty-eight point three WXTS, after further reju- review, um, make sure you check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes. A buddy of mine I work with has an actual podcast that he shared with me. I'm gonna share it with you so you can listen to it. I might get him on the show one day. All right, give him some topics. I don't know where David went, but we're gonna keep on chugging along. We're gonna do talk a little Pistons. Then we'll get into the NFL pick-em. Once again, listen to the 88.3 WGDs after further review. Now we go to the other side. (sighs) 27 in a row. 27 in a row. And I don't mean wins. Talk about a little bit of Detroit business talk: 88.3 WGD with myself and Frank (laughs) Vashner.